Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Recasted, the podcast that will have you walking in your sleep at hopefully not committing murders. Yeah, hopefully not. Okay. Uh, we have once again reached a new month, and this time we decided to get a little scary. Ooh, spooky. Spooky. <laughs> By taking on some classic horror films. For our Spooktober, we have the head of the asylum, Hassa. Hello. Wandering the grounds in a daze is Danielle. Hi. And questioning his sanity every time of the day is myself, Chris. We start this haunting theme with a film many consider to be the first horror movie ever to be made. So prepare yourself as we recast The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. From 1920. It's so old, it's silent. This movie is a hundred years old. (laughs) Sorry. Yes, it is. And yes, it is silent. So, I have a release date here of March 19th, 1921. Um, I saw somewhere that was like... But it's said on, on the thing. Yeah, it says it's 1920, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it just depends where it was released. Yeah. Yeah, because even IMDb's release date is February 27th, 1920. I remember I saw the box office it was like four thousand seven hundred but i mean money was like they probably paid what a few cents for it or something (laughs) that's possible yeah (laughs) um this is a is this is a rare thing for us so rotten tomato score Hmm. did either of you look it up no No. so the audience score was 89 percent, but the critic score is a hundred whoa hmm so well, it's, it's one of those things where it's so old. It's classic. That it's considered a classic. Yeah. You know, I did enjoy this movie. And the jump scare got me. The jump scare got me and the twist got me. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. What jump scare? There was a part the, the, in, the, in, the, in the middle where... When she's in the bed. When yeah. he's coming to the... How do you say? How do you say that sleepwalker thing? Sonambulous. Yes, yeah. comes and gets her because like he looks like he's gonna stab her and then he stops and then all of a sudden she like jumps up really fast and she, they start freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah that, 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 one, that one got us. Yeah, and then the <laughs> twist at the end I didn't see coming. Yeah, no, no, which I, I enjoyed. This so. was the second time I've seen this movie, so oh. I, I well, already I didn't know, know it was. Did it get you the first time? I don't remember because I watched this at university. No, oh. in a film class, so. It, Possibly. So you, so you have a lot of like film smart stuff to say about this? Not yeah. really. No, I don't remember that much. <laughs> I thought it was really cool looking. Like the way the sets looked, it looked very Tim Burton-esque. Like everything was exaggerated, like the windows and the... Well, it's all, it's all hand-painted yeah. Yeah. sets. That, are, that are super weird and obscure. It's and... really cool. And even like the lighting on it. It's yeah. like the lights, the shadows that are cast are just painted on. They're mm-hmm. not actually casted shadows. Yeah, yeah. Which is just and like the yellow light was was for daytime and the blue light was for nighttime and mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was really well done. And um, I get, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say also because like in the end it was inside like his mind, like he was crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't really pick up at the beginning that there wasn't that. So like after you realize he has gone crazy, all that makeup and stuff, all the other characters were mm-hmm. wearing stuff and the weirdness of the world is like, oh wait, it's actually, he is in a normal, this is yeah, just what he's, he's picturing. He's an, he's an unrealistic or an unreliable narrator. So yeah. everything he describes is weird and kooky. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. You didn't pick that up in the beginning when it's like, oh, hey, look, that's my fiance. Yeah. yeah well, she she's just kind of looks... like. But she looked kind of spooky and yeah. like we've seen a lot of horror movies. So it's like, oh, it's the traditional ghost scary person so yeah Yeah. for this one it was more of the unsettling staring at the camera yeah yeah that that was like oh it was creepy that was a little weird but yeah but that's kind of how things were like because they they have to get their point across and then they have to get uh, the emotions on the face yeah a scroll of text goes by that music was pretty intense too Mm -hmm. yeah it was very uh it seemed like they did it like, they watched the movie and some guys just sat in a room and improvised music. Well, they probably played it on a piano in the original. Maybe, like, yeah. when they showed it, because this was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Somebody True. would sit in there and play the piano. Um, I did enjoy one of the parts right before you first, the first time you see Dr. Caligari's, like, circus thing, or mm-hmm. fair show. Um, there's a bunch of kids walking through the set with a big sign. And then they go to the back of the set and they turn it and it's part of the set now. 
because they want the they were blocking off a part that was visible. Mm. I thought it was super clever of the whoever the director was. Uh, mm. Oh, I didn't write it down. Um, I'll figure. I'll find it. Um, a way of blocking something is like okay, we need this to be covered, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, they just walked back there and turned the sign, and stood there, and it was melded in with the cityscape. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I thought this was really really an interesting film to watch um it was directed by robert viner sure well how would you say that (laughs) well there's no r in there i didn't say an r i said viner oh still sounds like you said r (laughs) (sighs) everything is very german so give us a give us a break on some of the names oh yeah Especially Alan's name. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, it's a long one. Yeah. Good old German. He's just playing an Alan. <laughs> He's just playing Alan, yeah. The super German name, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. It's spooky. Yeah. So this film, considered most by the first horror mm-hmm. film. It's not the first macabre film, is what it said. It's the first horror oh. film. Okay. What is that? What's the difference? Well, others had elements of horror, but they were never like, this is the first kind of like weird horror film. Oh, that seemed pretty weird to me. Yeah, it definitely seemed really weird. Mm-hmm. Just trying to scroll through some of the trivia here. It was included in Robert Robert Ebert's greatest movies oh, list. Yeah. Well, all the critics love it. Yeah, yeah. I've been seeing that. A lot of the re- reviews I was looking at, those two people really, really love this movie. Well, yeah. It's, it's one that I think, if you love film, you should probably at some point watch it. Well, if you love, I don't know, saying if you love film just makes, like, people love movies. But, like, if you love the art of making movies, because this is definitely something that you should watch if you want to know how to make a movie. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. other directors got ideas from this movie, oh, for you, sure. Oh, you said earlier, like, Tim yeah. Burton must have gotten a crap load of ideas, like yeah. the spiral floor in the asylum, like, yeah. all the weird What's jagged... The expressionism? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it's the right art style. Sure, let's go with that. German expressionism. I think it is that kind of just... But yeah, like, the doors are definitely... You can tell with Tim Burton, because they're, like, really all off-centered mm-hmm. yeah. and all crazy angles and... The one jail cell is like massive door, but it's like really, oops, really thin. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was, it was very fun to watch. I really like the fact that you, is it, uh, it's Franzis. Yeah. I really like the fact you have no idea what he does. He seems to be investigating all this murder and stuff, but you have no idea what he is. Yeah, he goes to the cops and insists on seeing, seeing the, the body. Prisoner and, yeah, and seeing the prisoner and seeing the body and doing all this. And he, but there's nowhere that says what, like, yeah. who he is and why he can get around all these things and, you know, why the cops even listen to him. Because there is an inspector. Yeah. yeah. But, like... Well, because he gets Dr. Olsen involved. Yeah. Because he's a doctor. The but he's also... The doctor's respected. Well, I'm the guessing. doctor... But he's also the father to Jane, yeah. right? Because yeah. they're fighting over her. Mm-hmm. Friendly fighting. Yes. Whoever she chooses will still be friends. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's and what then I said. Alan dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he ends up in the same asylum later. Yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. if he actually killed him. Himself. Did he kill Alan? Yeah. We could speculate. Was he the synamulus the whole time? <gasps> we had to look that word up, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know what it meant. I was like, what? Somebody that sleepwalks. Yes. Yeah. Every time I saw it, I wanted to say sub. Um, the the name of that Metal Gear from Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, oh. the Salanthropus. Oh, <laughs> like no, that's not Sal- the word. Salanthropus. <laughs> yeah, because yes. that was just another one of those stupid words that doesn't make any sense. Oh, but it was great. <laughs> Took on Metal Gear Rex. Yeah, which is a much better name. <laughs> Then Metal Gear Solanthropus. <laughs> <laughs> Go, yeah. Kojina. Yeah, true. I don't know. Like, yeah, Tim Burton, Terry Gilliam must have gotten a ton of... Like, the one thing that's super Terry Gilliam for me was the stools the investigators were sitting on. How oh, high yeah. they were. Yeah, yeah, like, that is such that a Terry weird. Gilliam thing. Like, crouched over. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So. I yeah. mean, even, even the story is a lot of... 
horror elements and well, that yeah. people. Well, it's about murder and yeah, you know. But it's about a murder that isn't really. And he's sneaking into ple- people's human, houses. But it's just weird because he's just yeah falls sleep. asleep. Yeah, yeah. But he's been asleep for thirty years. That's what yeah. they say, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. So he's never been awake. No. Yeah. Which is just weird. I don't but know. He's the been we- perfectly shaved. <laughs> yeah. The weirdest thing I thought about it was um, the when they find Dr. Caligari's, Caligari's notebook, and it, mm. it literally says exactly what, what happened on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, he's just reenacting this notebook that he found. So. Yeah, he's reenacting the story of Dr. Caligari. Yeah. I don't know. Good old. I thought it was a good plot. I thought the acting was for the 1920s, it was acting. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is super over the top. You know, I really, really liked the makeup and the costume design because mm-hmm. everything had to stand out weird. Like Dr. Caligari's gloves had those thick black lines mm-hmm. on the back of them that really made it look like he was wearing Mickey Mouse hands. <laughs> yeah. That's where, that's where yeah. Walt Disney got the idea. Um, but like they were, cause they were designed to stand out, right? Yeah. And all his lines on his face. Well, the that lines were drawn. and like the mm-hmm. blackness under the nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, cause then when, when he made him look weird. When he was just the doctor later, not Caligari. Yeah, he was perfectly he was normal. Perfectly normal, and he didn't have all those dark lines on Even his, his face. Even his hair, right? Yeah, he had those like streaks in his hair. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really, really well done and really, really yeah. cool. So, yeah. yeah. Anybody else? Anything else that is fun to say about Doctor Caligari? No. He's no. A, okay. He's a cool, I, I he's a cool dude. Okay. He's not a cool dude. He's a cool he's dude. A, he's a terrible man. Yeah. No, he's not. He uses somebody to murder he's a people. Big guy. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's actually the doctor at the asylum, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Who somehow afterwards figures out how to treat this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. He has this delusion. Now I can solve it. Ha <laughs> ha. I guess they needed it in that time. They're probably like, oh, we need to have happy Well, in that time they had no idea how to treat mentally insane oh. people. That too. <laughs> I think, I, oh, I just remembered. So I remember instructor that i had or the professor when they talked about this said like originally the ending wasn't supposed to be he was mental it was just supposed to be the ending was it was actually dr caligari and all that but then they're like yeah no you need to make it a little more happy i don't know i liked the twist i thought yeah. it was well done yeah yeah, yeah me too because I, again as i said i didn't really see it coming i no. you know so which then, yeah, if you go back and watch it, you're like, oh, okay, makes sense. In the yeah, beginning. looking yeah. back at the because then you're like that other guy who's talking to who's been plagued by spirits, yeah. just seems a weird yeah. intro to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, how are we gonna change this movie? We don't. I'm gonna guess talking. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Silent movie no, all the no. way. Why is it gonna have talking in it? Silent movies do so well in today's society. Oh, yeah, totally. Hey, the artist won a bunch of Oscars. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Talking. Yeah. I don't think a silent horror movie today would work out too well. Chris, how about you? Isn't Let's start with you. Pretty much what The Quiet Place is? No. Oh. No. I thought it's silent. No. Um, This one... So, my big changes to this... Is of course because we're we're gonna modernize it a little bit. I don't want to go too too far away from it though, but I want to move it to like this doesn't sound weird. I want to move it to an American fair, so kind of like they like you know the big country fairs they have, mm-hmm. but kind of still keep it. I couldn't figure out the right date. I still want to keep it probably before World War Two, maybe after World War One. So sometime kinda... in the nineteen. 30s. 30s. Yeah. Kind of keep it where those spectaculars of come see the world's strongest man. Like those. So kind, kind of, of in the same era it's taken now. Kind of. 1920s, 1930s. Yeah. That was after World War One. But take it out of like the German and make it more of an, um, this American rural town mm-hmm. at first. And then yeah, you still have the mental hospital at the end. Probably shouldn't call it a mental hospital. No. What's the proper term these days? <laughs> No. Mental wellness <laughs> asylum. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a hospital. Wait, we didn't call it the insane asylum. Yeah. yeah, it's an it's an it's a hospital. It's a hospital. Yeah, but yeah, I want to move it to that because they usually use the circuses as the creepy place, right? And yeah. A lot of older horrors. So 
kind of think you could go back to that and just have it more as a fair though and like have those different vendors and those stands and all that but mm. other than that and then my caesar the sleeping guy is a little older than he was so so was mine i went much older that was my changes there okay well obviously talking <laughs> no no talking <laughs> None allowed. But, okay. There's all these modern actors just acting out a silent film. <laughs> so, I pick all my actors that I pick because have been in some sort of a play or done, done theater work. Because when I was watching this movie, it kind of reminded me of like a play or something. So, when you mm. see into like his mind, I want it to look more like a play because it kind of looked that way, like the way it's set up. Mm. And I like the story to be longer because the movie's pretty short, actually. Yeah, it's not too, too long. But you can totally add more to the story, especially because there will be talking. Yeah. You're not constricted. Add more to the love story. Yeah. The triangle. Yeah. And maybe Alan doesn't get murdered, like, like basically right away. Well, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. You can can always start that later in the film, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's clever or cool, but I just just love the way it looks, and that's how it looked to me, so... Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to put mine in modern day mm-hmm. because I really, really want to play up the aspect of is he nuts or is he not nuts? I want to have that kind of a through line throughout the thing, right? Like is like Dr. Caligari can be this respected person in the medical field. Hmm. And like, he's like, no, he's not. He's murdering people with this sleepwalking dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know his name is caesar yeah um i, I kind of want it to be i also want it to be way more i want him to seem like he's nuts so i kind of want it to be like psychedelic mm. so i want him to not know what he's looking at is real or not mm. so i kind of want it to not quite go as far as like dr strange psychedelica <laughs> Um, but more like, I guess I've said before, Terry Gilliam or something like that. I kind of mm-hmm. want it to be a really weird world that he's living in when he f- starts figuring all this out. And the f- closer and closer he gets to figuring it out, the more weird and weird things get. Mm-hmm. So that when, when it ends, I kind of want audiences to go, wait, is he nuts or are they just screwing with him? Right? So I kind of want, want it to it be. be a conspiracy. Yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I kind of wanted it to be like that. And I, mm-hmm. I want it to be kind of more like how American Psycho was. Did you ever see American Psycho? Yeah. So you like at the end of that movie, everything's cleaned up and you're like, wait, did he dream all of that? Or did it happen? And his, his company clear, like mm-hmm. swept it all under the rug. Like I kind of want that kind of ambiguity. There we go. There you go. For all that stuff. So yeah. I don't know. So you don't want it's... you don't want the conclusion at the end to be like, oh no, he is delusional. Yeah, and I, now I, I want can it, solve it. I want it to be up in the air because I think I don't know. I th- you want to add mystery to it? Yeah, I think stuff like that is really cool. Like, like even then, like, like I don't know. I just think that's really neat when things end, but in end with a conversation, hmm. right? Even when things end with a conclusion, like the witch. Where it's like, is there a witch in the woods? Is this really happening? And then you see at the very end, oh no, there are really witches in these woods. <laughs> like that still leads to a conversation because it's like, holy crap. Because then you go back and you mm-hmm. watch the rest of the movie with that in mind and all that stuff. So, yeah. Hmm. It's one of those things. I want I want you to go have to go back and watch the movie again and catch all the clues to whether or not is he dreaming or is he... No. Yeah. Like as you said... At the very beginning, it's kind of obvious that he's nuts, well, but talk... you don't really get it until the end. Yeah, you right? don't put it together because yeah. you just assume he's talking to some guy who's like, In a park, "Oh, I'm, you know. yeah, I'm, uh, what is he plagued by spirits and ghosts?" He's like, "Well, let me tell you the story that I went through." Oh, look, there's my fiance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, a squirrel. <laughs> and off he runs. So. And that's the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like Just a him dog. chasing a squirrel for an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, hi, Doctor Caligari. <sighs> could happen, okay? It could. Okay, let's cast this son of a bitch. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, we're gonna start with Doctor Olson, played by Rudolf L- Ling okay. Lettinger. Lettinger. Rudolf Lettinger. 
Rudolph Lichtenberg. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna this is how we're gonna butcher the name. We're names. gonna butcher a bunch of these names. Um, you guys have started each other episode that we've done recently with yeah. the three of us. So I'll start this one. Oh sure. Um, I went with Lawrence Fishburne. Oh fuck you. <laughs> That's who I picked. How did you pick the same person? I I told you I was picking people who've done theater, and He's... I was looking at people, and I was like, oh, he did theater. I'm wondering if you picked the same main actor then. Oh, God, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Shall we pause and figure this out? Wait, one of us has to be sleepwalking. <laughs> sleepwalking, yeah. Okay, so you both have Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. So, wow. why'd you pick him? Well, it's... <laughs> well, it goes with my Jane. Obviously, I didn't pick a white Jane. Yeah, mine goes with my Jane. Um, I'm going to guess we didn't pick the same Jane. I hope not. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. Lawrence Fishburne has been in some horror movies in the past, and I kind of went with people who have dabbled in horror, but not mm-hmm. like like been there like exclusively. Um, so yeah, I just think he's a good actor. I think he's a good actor too, but he goes with my Jane, so I, that's another reason. And every single person I picked, like I said, was, has done some sort of theater work, and he kind of has a spooky edge to him sometimes. Yeah, so like. Um... He was really creepy in Predators. Yes. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like your choice, though. Yeah, I like your choice. Good choice, honey. <laughs> you better not have been sleepwalking and looked at my list. I, I did it in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think you did it in here. You go, Chris. <laughs> at least it wasn't me. I had somebody different. <laughs> my Dr. Olsen, I went a little older, so I don't know if it would be father or grandfather, but it doesn't yeah, really matter. You do grandfather. I went with Ed Harris. Okay. So I wanted somebody that has a little bit of authority to him. And Ed Harris is a great actor. Yeah, he is. And he's, I don't know how, he's he probably a, a bit of... creepiness to him. Yeah, but I don't think Dr. Olsen's supposed to be... I know, I just thought the whole kind of story was sort of yeah. creepy. Yeah, you so... want to have someone who has an edge, but not like mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah. yeah. I wanted somebody that you're like, oh, you can trust him as... You guys are just terrible. No, I'm texting each other. No, I'm, no. Te- I'm I'm texting you who my number one person is so that we're not sharing oh, the person. Oh, are you? I didn't yeah. even know No, that. I haven't gotten it yet. I'm just okay. telling you. So anyways, yes. Ed Harris is my Dr. Olsen. No, we're good. Okay, good. As long as we're not doing the same main person, everything's fine. <sighs> I'm watching okay. both of you now. <laughs> Alan. Alan. Hans Heinrich von Tardowski. Sure. Yeah. This is a very, very long name. We're just going to call him Hans. Hans. Good old Hans. Good old Hans. Maybe we shouldn't do the German accent. <laughs> We're going to get in trouble. Might be offensive. <laughs> it's Hans. Yeah. Hey, Hans yeah. tried to kill Elsa, so it's all good. You can make fun of Hans. Is that his character? That the character from Frozen? Frozen? I that... think it is. Okay. I'm, I'm... We saw that movie once. No, I think I saw it once. Yeah. Um... Stop hitting your I mic. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop drinking your Powerade. Powerade. Oh, is, that like, is that your version of coffee? <laughs> yeah. No, those are energy drinks. No, I haven't had those in a while either. Yeah. All good. right, Alan, let's get off of product <laughs> um, placement that we d- can't afford. Speaking of, ho- speaking of horror movies, I picked Elijah Wood. Nice. For my Alan. Because yeah. he, he, obviously Alan isn't in the movie for a lot, but um, I kind of want... With my psychedelic-y, psychedelic-y, not a word, um, and my Franzis kind of not knowing what's real and what's not, I kind of want Alan to appear other parts of the movie, mm-hmm. like either as different characters or so I kind of want it, again, I want this person to not know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I want Elijah Wood to be in there because he is... He loves horror. He, is, he loves horror, but he is one of those people who can be super nice and sweet and Frodo, and then super <laughs> creepy as hell when he wants to be. So, oh, yeah. Sin City, he did a great yeah, job. Kevin yeah, Kevin was very, very well done. There. Yeah. Uh, he's really good in Maniac. That's yes. what it's called, right? Yeah, he was really good in Maniac. So, yeah. Who do you have? All right. So, I went with Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> kind of the same thing. Yeah. Little boy men. Yes. <laughs> I would obviously... I want him to have Elijah a... Elijah Wood's a little older, though. <laughs> they, Still they looks young. young yeah, but... he looks young. Hey, he was in Back to the Future Part Two. So yeah. he's done theater as well. Um, 
But yeah, I want to. I want Alan to be in there a bit more. Like I want like their buds. They like, go to a fair. They're hanging out, and so I I definitely give him a bigger part because he's still a good actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's 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 done some scary stuff, and he's I think he's could do well in a horror movie. Uh, what was that woman in the black dress or pale pale woman? Woman in black. I think. Was yeah. that what it was? Yeah, that was the horror movie he did. Then he also did that Frankenstein movie with yeah James McAvoy, which isn't scary. No, it was campy, <laughs> but I still Igor, liked it. He? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Joseph Gordon-Levitt oh. as my Alan. Nice. Because, yes. That's it. He's a great actor. He is. Um, I don't know. Alan, it's, it's a hard part because it's, in this movie, it's very little mm-hmm. amount. But like you said, you can totally grow the friendship a and then the love triangle that's kind of going on i think with all these actors for the murder scene because he gets he really goes into it i think all Hmm. each one we picked can really act that up yeah yeah he's supposed to be terrified yeah like these are just supposed to be normal people that aren't expecting somebody to be in their room yeah yeah stabbing them yep with an instrument it was a weird... We never figure out what they kind They never of say knife. what it is, yeah. It's just like a cylinder knife type mm-hmm. thing. Mm. Somebody will need to write that in. Get on it, writers. Figure so out what it is. It's just a long metal straw. <gasps> no plastic. You, you use plastic straws! <laughs> no, well, no, it's an environmental right? film. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> Jane? I have Jane next. Um, Lil Dagover? <laughs> Sounds like a rapper. Little dag over. Little dag over. Rapper <laughs> um, in the 1920s. Yeah, she was such a 1920s femme fatale in this. Oh yeah. Like she was just like there to scream and look scared mm-hmm. and not know what was going on. And be dragged. Carried. Yeah. Yeah. That guy had some upper body strength. Yeah. So like. Did you like how the bridge every time they walked on it went down? Yeah. Like it was obviously fabric. Yeah. yeah. Made me laugh. No, well, it's. I know. Painted and stuff, yeah. A lot of the sets are made out of paper. (laughs) And then he's like, ah, she's too heavy to hold. I'm going to drop her here and run. She falls through. (laughs) The actress. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Who'd you have? I had Megan Good. Is she good? (laughs) Uh Uh, You do. Um, She's been in lots of different things over the years, but you would know her from Shazam. She played the Shazam version of the little girl. Oh, okay. The speedy one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she's been in tons of tons of stuff. She used to be big back in the early 2000s, late 90s. She was in Saw 5. Yeah, but she's done horror before, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I picked another actress who's done horror. It was in a really good horror movie. Uh, let's see. I'll be the judge of this good horror movie. It wasn't the best, but it's still good. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say her name wrong, but you know... Uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita Nyong'o. Thank you. Yeah, she was in a really good horror movie. Let's let's face it, that movie had some issues, but it was still really good. It was amazing. She was amazing in that part because she had to play two different people, basically. It was an us. Yeah. Yes. I know the one you're talking about. Okay. And she's a great actress all around. And I thought because I want this, I don't want her to just be a femi fatale, fatale like you said. Mm. Like I wanted to like. Yeah. Have a little bit more personality, but I think when she's you know about to get murdered, she can really definitely act that up because mm-hmm. that 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 scene made us jump, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it was mostly because of the way that actress acted. Yeah, she could be the next Black Panther. That'd be cool. Technically, I'm okay she with could. That. She's part of that whole. She could. You know, I still want Shuri, but yeah. But the thing is, if they play off the whole like, hey, they got married outside of the movies, and now she's the queen, mm-hmm. right? Queen Panther. Or you just have the queen, or you have the marriage in the background. And... That's what I said. Yeah. It would happen between movies. Yeah. You know, and then she's taking over because he is... Gone. Yeah. He has unceremoniously died. Oh. Way to bring us down. Thanks. The, the man-ape got him. <laughs> okay, who's your person? <laughs> I'm all depressed now. No, you're Aww, not. you're smiling, though. Uh, I went with uh, Emma Stone. Again, I set mine in kind of a rural America, so I figured country girl instead so of the freckles, pigtails, overalls. 
No. <laughs> but wow. she's been in, not as horror, but she was in Zombieland, which was great. Definitely not yes. horror. Not horror, though, no. but still zombies. Um, Our personality, then, for sure. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Give her more of a story and then mm-hmm. don't make her just the, oh, I'm a damsel. Oh. Yeah, like she could, fi- like, she like, could fight back. Yeah, this. have it fight back, but... Yeah. I think that's going to be an ongoing theme throughout most of our Halloween films. <laughs> Maybe not so much with the Night of the Living Dead, but... Okay. So. No, I've always liked her. I think she's yeah. a great actress. So. She, mm-hmm. She's good. She's great. Yeah. She'll do this part justice. All right. Cesar. 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 Conrad Veit. Veit. I say Veit because it's spelled the same way as Veit oh. from um, Watchmen. Yes, you are correct. Isn't he Conrad too? Might be. Maybe he's named after this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Conrad Veidt played Caesar originally, the Sonambulus. Sonambulus. Yeah. Yes. Um, who had really creepy eyes. Yeah. Like yes. this guy seriously creeped me out. Mm-hmm. And as silent films, because you have that music going, and then that first time he like wakes up, Mm-hmm. And then they're just like close up on his face, and you're like, "Nope, this is kind of creeping me out." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they did a good job, mm-hmm. but like it helps that they they darkened everything around his eyes yes. so that his the whites of his eyes just like, you know, burst. Um, because of the okay, this because of how creepy this character looks, I kind of typecasted my Caesar Caesar. I went with Crispin Glover. Okay, good. <laughs> I thought he was going to go with my guy, but yeah, I went with Crispin Glover because that's a good choice. Like he's a little older, obviously, but he's such a good, creepy person. He looks mm-hmm. creepy. Like, and I think he knows that. Like, <laughs> um, Mr. World from yeah, American Gods. Yeah. Like he's so good as being this unsettling person, right? Mm. Um, and then Willard and all the other stuff he's done in the past, like. Even in Back to the Future. Yeah. Like, he's I was going to say, just... Back to the Future, he's still like... Yeah. It's just, yeah. He's a little weird and unsettling. And... Yeah. So, yeah. I, I know he's a little older. Yeah. But... Uh, Mine's definitely I still old. think... I still think him knowing... Knowing the types of movies he likes and the types of movies he does, I think he would jump at the chance to remake such a movie like this. Hmm. Yeah. Because it's the classic horror film and all that stuff. So that's also why I put Elijah Wood in here. I don't think you'd be able to make a movie like this without Elijah Wood trying to be a part of it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who do you Who's got? Who's yours? Uh, mine's probably mine's older, and you might think it's a little bit weird, but <sighs> I went with Stephen Merchant. No, that's pretty okay. good. Um, I'm also. It's also because he's really tall. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of helps because this he looked really tall in the movie. The, yeah. The Caesar, or however you say it. Um, just say Caesar. Let's just Caesar. go with Caesar from now on. Caesar salad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but the only time I've seen him creepy was in Jojo Rabbit, but he actually looked really <laughs> creepy. That intense scene, because mm-hmm. he's there and he's a Nazi, and you're like, oh man, I hope they don't get caught, because this mm. guy's going to bring hell onto them. <laughs> yeah. but, and, then, but then you have that 10 yeah. minute... Then it went funny. Kyle scene. But still, even even how funny that was, it was, it was still, still intense. It was still intense. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And, I mean, I don't think he's done theater work, but he's done a lot of stand-up. Mm-hmm. So a lot of funny people can be really creepy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my choice. Cool. Who did you pick? Don't hate me. I'm going to hate you now. Every time you guys preface something, I'm going <laughs> to... Sometimes you like it, though. No, Sometimes. I always like it. It's just... <laughs> this was the first person I went with. And I only went because I know he can do, like, weird. And I want to see how he could do weird. Will Ferrell? No. Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) I thought you were going to go, like, Will Ferrell and be like, Will Ferrell. He can be funny. He can be funny and scary. (laughs) No, I went with Johnny Depp. Because he has that kind of weird look to him. Mm -hmm. And I want to see how he'd play off this. Well, this is basically Edward Scissorhands without the hands. Yeah. Basically. Right. But let's see how he plays this character much later in his life. Mm-hmm. Without all the speaking. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. He still Depp. has to do the makeup. He still has to do the makeup. Yeah. But yeah, have that kind of... But then it's he's way older than it is. So it mm-hmm. makes it even more... I don't know. It makes it even more kind of creepy. That this guy's been asleep for 
50 years. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though. I remember with Johnny Depp because um, when he was in Edward Scissorhands, that's mm-hmm. what really changed his career over. Yeah. To have him be like, oh, he can do other stuff. Because that yeah, was such... Well, he was that a was teeny complete, heartthrob before It that. was completely yeah. different. Yeah. So it's kind of it's like he's going back to his roots in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so, Johnny Depp. Okay. Dr. Caligari or Franzis? Dr. Caligari next. I'll save Franzis for last. So this one's actually easy. easy. Werner Krauss. Werner Krauss. It's pretty pretty easy to do. Um, So this is a little bit of a weird one because, like, you kind of have to believe him as a doctor but also think he's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he he kind of plays two parts in a way as well. Because you at the end he looks normal, like yeah. a normal doctor. Yeah. So it's a little. And he's kind of like because he's at the fair too. He's not just like a doctor. He's also like showing up at a fair yeah, and like doing a showman. He has to be a showman and a carnival yeah. barker and all that stuff. Yeah. So come see the wonders yeah. of Caesar. So that, for... I want that. Sorry, I want that same kind of handmade sign. Yeah. Just terrible drawing of them. Did what did you think of the font? Did you have a hard time reading it? No, no. Yeah. Did you? No. Sometimes he yeah. thought. What yeah. you thought a P was an R or something weird? Or no, the R was yeah because the fair. He, he thought it hmm. said rape or something. No, I thought it said fape. <laughs> That's what it was. Because it was like because the R kind of went around a little too much. Hmm. So, hmm. but like it was obviously hand drawn. Yeah, like it was just basically words on a black piece of construction paper that they then pulled past the camera right so yeah that's how they would have had to do it as the kaihan kronka i was worried it wasn't gonna go up because when it was cut off i'm like "Uh uh-oh and then it started slowly screaming okay and george lucas somewhere is like that's a brilliant idea (laughs) yeah possibly That's how they did the first well, one. I, I've only seen a handful of silent films, but I've never seen scrolling text in a silent film before. I can't. Yeah, usually can't it just recall. flicks through. Yeah, yeah, it's usually a. It's usually a static one, image, one, and then yeah. even if they want to do another one, they'll do another one right after. Yeah. They won't have it scrolling past. I'm guessing because it was difficult, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Huh. Um, anyway, all that to say, I picked Patrick Stewart. Hmm? That's cool. I needed someone who could be super charismatic and be like, come see my crazy person to like super creepy and, mm-hmm. you know, very sophisticated and all that stuff. So I needed to go with someone who could do all that. He's been in horror movies. He's been. He's in comedy all the time. He's in comedy all the time. He knows what he is. Like, yeah, like he is one of the best actors out there. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I like yours is better than mine. So sticking to theater people, I was looking at theater people. I went with uh, Victor Garber, and I went mm-hmm. more for like the doctor. Victor Garber's look. good. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Yeah. I don't know if he could be creepy, but you never know. Victor Garber, I'm... creepy. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe not that kind of creepy. I can see he him playing like a. He doesn't have to be like the creepiest a... thing in the movie, though, right? I can see him playing a different kind of creepy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But not I like can see, being a, I can no. see him being a doctor, so that's <laughs> yeah. what made me think of it. Oh yeah, he's been a doctor and... like tons of times. Yeah, I know he, it's he kinda... could probably do obsessive creepy though. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, like I think he could do that, which yeah. is kind of what this character is, and he's mm. not the scare. He shouldn't be the scariest thing. Is it should be Caesar, right? Because mm. he's basically the monster of the movie. Yeah, and this guy, and this guy's Canadian too. Victor Garber's Canadian. Victor Garber's Canadian. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, go Canada. Go Canada. We're Canadian. Hey, speaking of Canada, we um, uh, League of Their Own. A little bit of a tangent. Sorry. Apparently, the the in the original story, the true story of that, (laughs) the two main girls were from Mm. Vancouver, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Go Canada. Yeah, go Canada. That was that was. Many episodes ago, but so, go listen to that episode. You know, we it's good to have little tangents here and there. I just yeah. plugged our episode. <laughs> go watch it. Yeah, listen to it. Yeah, that was yeah, the, watch that was it. Do both. That was the beginning of this season. That was our Women in Movie Month yeah. or whatever it was. Is it the? Is it? it feels yeah. like so that long ago. That was like though. February, February or January. Yeah. yeah, that was before. Yeah, it's because it was before Corona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life, life Whoa. seemed years ago before Corona. <laughs> Yes. Okay, Chris, who is your Dr. Katagari? So you want creepy? Yes. You want somebody that's been a doctor? Yes. <laughs> what do oh, we sorry. Want you it? want somebody that can probably play a little bit of a showman? Yeah. Yes. Anthony Hopkins. 
Nice. Okay, I, I thought like about it. him too. Yeah. yeah. He was my first choice. Yeah. We all know him. Oh, he's definitely scary. Creepiest part of uh, Silence of the Lambs, and yet he's only yes. in it for... 12 minutes. 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I thought of the showmanship too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Thor Ragnarok yeah. when he plays Loki. Yeah. And like that or kind his, of... his role in the one Transformers movie that he did. He's I an amazing nev- narrator too. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, he can be super funny by being straight. And yeah. Like, like, not that this movie is going to be funny, but like... But I think you need certain comedy elements yeah, to he, it. he has to have that timing, right? Yeah. Obviously, he is... A phenomenal phenomenal actor mm-hmm. so he has great timing so and i think getting him on this project would be like hey here's one of the original horror movies you're one of the greatest horror people yeah i like it come in i like it so anthony hopkins okay i'm a big fan of anthony hopkins me too yes. okay for our final person Francis, played by Frederick Fair, Fair, whatever. Hmm. Probably close enough. Frederick. Well, I don't know how to say Francis either. Francis. I'm guessing it's supposed to be Francis. Probably. That's what you know, I thought. Just has a weird Z in it. it my but grand, it could be Francis. My, my grandfather's father's name was Francis. Yeah. Yeah, my dad's dad. Never met him. It's definitely an old name. Yeah. Hence 1920. Mm-hmm. Uh, they called him Frank. Hmm. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Anyway, <laughs> this is the Francis. This is the main character, the yes. narrator, the basically yeah, the, the unreliable is... narrator. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went with someone who has theater experience. Um, because oh. I wanted this to be big. I wanted this. I wanted him to be able to do the huge emotions and stuff that it would take from a person who's going nuts and no one, or telling what he thinks is the truth and nobody believing him. Mm. Um, and not only that, but he's been in a really good murder mystery movie. Um, I went with uh, Leslie Odom Jr. from Hamilton and Murdered on the Orient Express. I think he has a good, like, projection. Mm. Like, the way he projects the emotions and stuff like that is incredibly well done both on stage and on screen so yeah i think i used him before you have yeah yeah he's good i like him thumbs up thumbs up at least it wasn't in the same episode we yes. did that at the beginning yeah okay hey, lawrence fishburne is a really good actor he is and i have n- i've only ever used him once <laughs> this I've... is the fact that we both happen to use him <laughs> at the same time yeah uh, okay, so for my Francis or Francois or what? Francis, this, this, I picked Jonathan Groff. Okay. Okay, he's done theater work. He's also done Hamilton. Yes, <laughs> I know. I don't know if he could be crazy or anything. You can. Yeah, you used to watch Criminal Minds. I haven't seen that. Not so I only Minds. know him from Hamilton, and then I also know him from Frozen. <laughs> Criminal Minds is a different show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I said, was it? Uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but Criminal Minds is the one with Manny Potemkin yes. and Patrick no, Brewster. Was it and Mindhunters? Mm. Mindhunters. That's, That's what it. it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He sorry. was great in that. Yeah. So, and, and this is, um, yeah, a pretty big part. So I think he could. I think I used him a couple of weeks ago for something. I yeah. can't remember now. You did. I don't remember yeah. what it was for, though. Yeah. Plus, I, I think he, like he needs to look kind of normal, like you, because at the beginning oh, you yeah, think totally. he's fine, and yeah. then you realize, oh, this guy's not fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with him mentally. Yes. All right. Chris. <laughs> I went with Miles Teller. Okay. Mainly because okay, I wanted I know that name. the guy from Whiplash. Yeah, okay. the drummer. Okay. The Whiplash was also Scott Summers. In X Men, no, he wasn't. No, was he not? That was Ty Sheridan. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Who am I thinking of then? Was he not? You're thinking of Ty Sheridan. Yeah, he's sorry. He's in Fantastic Four. Mr. Fantastic. It's a terrible movie. Sorry. Yeah. For wanted... Fantastic Four stick. Yes. <laughs> but yes, he was the one in Whiplash. Sorry. Yes, I did have that. No, wrong. he's great in Whiplash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they weren't bad in Fantastic Four either. It was, it was just a bad script. story. Yeah. It was a script, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but again. I'm, 
for what I was envisioning of this and having him as like the all American country boy. And then that's where you can start questioning their mentality. Mm -hmm. We're not doing any politics here, so Mm -hmm. I won't go much further than that. But, um, but yeah, I think he'd be a good, I don't know, a good protagonist for this film in order for it to be against Anthony Hopkins and all that and be like this guy, because who wouldn't be scared of Anthony Hopkins? Yeah. I'm scared of him right now. <laughs> He's behind you. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so. Oh, good. We got we got happy Anthony. <laughs> we got oh, we and got Thor Anthony. And there's We're a good. celebrity here. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah, do you want to so. redo a movie with us? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it right now. Yeah. We'll do one of yours. <laughs> Pick one. Anyone. Doesn't matter. We don't care. <laughs> We've already done one of his. Yeah, I know. Only one. Yeah. He's done lots of movies. No, he hasn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Miles Teller. Yeah. He's nice. good. Ty, yes. It was Fantastic Four. Yeah. Ty Sheridan. You know what? To be fair, they kind of look similar. Are you saying all white people look alike? Yes. Yeah, apparently. Racist. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you two look identical. <laughs> <sighs> My Chris's full head of hair. Uh, and your thick beard. Yep. And your thick beard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this was fun. Um, <laughs> that was the captain of Dr. Caligari. Uh, I don't know. I really did like this movie. I, I think great movie. I'd watch it again. Yeah, probably next Halloween again. Yeah. Like I think it, it's definitely a really good Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Especially to see where they, how far we've come. But not only that. Yes, horror wise. But I think if you look at it like. I don't know. The copy clearly we all have has been restored over the years because well, the one, yeah. the one I it was really... had a Criterion Collection at the beginning of yeah, the... yeah, the one I had too. Yeah. So, and it it just it holds up, but you you see how much, and I always talk about it, how much practical effects always mm. hold did, up better because we've. Did you notice the the artifacting though? Like how some of the scenes at the very beginning when they were using that dark blue filter, like mm-hmm. some of it was obviously distorted to the power where they couldn't restore it anymore. Yeah. Right. Like some of the edges, like some of, of it, cuts, yeah. it, some of the lighting would kind of fade in and out, right. Mm-hmm. It would get dark mm-hmm. in spots and all that. And, but like still watching it, 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 it looks good. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't look terrible. Like it, if somebody wanted to, they could just recreate this whole thing now oh, yeah. using kind of the same backdrops. Well, well and that's everything. kind of what, Oliver Stone did when he did Dracula. Mm-hmm. Like he made that Gary Oldman, Keanu Reeves classic Dracula movie um, um, use, using all the same techniques they would have used in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Like that movie could have been made in the 1950s or earlier if it had the proper budget yeah. and all that stuff, right? But like the shadows, how they filmed it, mm-hmm. like everything was made using the techniques of the past. Well, right. That's, and that's where I think like this, this one could easily just become like an art film for somebody to like redo it mm-hmm. and but not even like just add in the vocals yeah like, but just even if it's just a narrator yeah oh that'd be nice yeah right yeah we'll get so. tim burton on it i think he could do it no if you're gonna get someone to narrate something like this no you no get, i mean you, you get neil to gaiman make the movie. yeah neil gaiman has that beautiful voice because he'd want that juxtaposition and working with tim burton yeah, yeah. The, the beautiful voice with the craziness that's going on i think I like it'd be good it. <laughs> don't you know his voice is amazing and i know <laughs> Don't they, don't, don't they have a thing like you? They'll re, he'll read your kids a bedtime There's, story. He's part of one sleep. of those meditation yeah. apps. Yeah, he's read hmm. stuff on one of those meditation apps. Yeah, but no, Tim Burton would be good too. Yeah, I just think the art style of it. Yeah, because yeah. that's the thing. Like again, I, I the reason I put like people like Elijah Wood and Crispin Glover in this is because I think if you went to a studio and some studio greenlit this, mm. you would have people coming to you being like, "Hey, can I be in this?" Because it obviously has affected That's people's lives. That's kind of why I picked theater people. Because right? it's more artsy that way, I figured. Because yeah. I think like people more into art, like the artistic yeah. version of like a film or something, mm-hmm. would be really into doing this. Because yeah, it, it definitely affected how people make films yeah. and all that stuff, right? This was one that I seriously considered going claymation on. Yeah. Just because Go of like the Tom's, art. What's his name? You're going to say Tom Selleck. I was going to say Tom Isn't Selleck. Isn't it Harry? Harry, yeah. Yeah. Got a nightmare. 
Um, Wait, it wasn't Tim Burton? (laughs) We've already had this discussion. (laughs) We did the whole movie. Yes. To my chagrin. Um, (laughs) Go watch that episode. Yeah. Listen. Listen. You can't watch it. You can watch it. You can watch watch the waveform go by. (laughs) (laughs) But this was one I, I seriously considered as a claymation one. Like, there's not really claymation horror out there. No. It'd be a weird intro into it, but it'd be one where you could copy those backgrounds almost perfectly mm-hmm. and have... Well, there's anime horror mm-hmm. out there. You definitely could have done oh, animated, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is one where I'd rather see, like, have that 3D aspect of mm-hmm. it. That'd be cool, too. Because you get that depth with them. Because a lot of, like, Corpse Bride and all that has that kind of... Yeah, but you also have a 3D TV and all that stuff. True, but I think you also get it in just the flat of it. Like, you can get the better lighting. You can get the shadows. But again, even if you made it nowadays, they would you, go. Would, you would you would get that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think they did a really good job on some of the things because, like, a lot of the hallways were built, like, to a point. So, they yeah. looked like they went farther than they actually did and stuff like that. Like, the way they set designed this movie made everything look long and or mm-hmm. tall or, you know sideways yeah they couldn't dutch tilt the camera so they dutch tilted the world (laughs) what it's a horror movie thing yeah the dutch tilt makes everyone seem off kilter right yeah it's horror movies and batman 66 (laughs) okay all right where can they find us where can they find us Okay, you can find us at uh, facebook at recasted and twitter at recasted pod um, I think we're completely switched over to Podbean now. Yeah, we're completely switched over, so you don't have to talk about it anymore. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. But you can find like you can find us on um, Spotify, iTunes, we're on Google. Are we on Amazon as well? Uh, wherever podcast, a... wherever you can find podcasts, we should be. If not, let us know, and we'll yeah. try and get there. Many yeah. much more platforms now for your listening conveniences. Mm-hmm. I would have gone with pleasure, but okay, conveniences. Yeah. Could say for your oral pleasure. <laughs> That's a uh, Kevin Smith joke. Uh, just so we're clear, it's not one of mine. We're, we're stealing jokes now. Hey, it's not stealing if you source the material. That's true. Okay, okay where can they find you, Chris? Ah, uh, you can find me on the Canuck Comic Guy store on Etsy. Come check it out at some point. Has has our table gone up yet? No. Okay. I've been busy. I'm just saying. So busy. Because you've mentioned it every single time. I wanted to know. It'll Update be Update on the table. It, what are, what are you done. busy doing? Work. <laughs> work. We, don't do we all work. <laughs> You're on vacation. Leave me alone. We are not on vacation. We are moving. <laughs> okay. 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 And I'm just here. Hey. I oh, want yeah, right. my thing. Sorry. When you do you your whole spiel, you should have done it at that point. Sorry. God. I'm just better than you, that's why. I know you are. Um, so you can find me <laughs> on Instagram at Fiona Veer, all lowercase F-I-O-N-V-E-E-R. I put a lot of baking and stuff on there, and I'm going to put some, some pictures of a delicious brisket I'm making on there. Yes. Okay. Mm. okay. What's next week? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I remember now. Do you have it? I do, do you know what we're doing? Yes. Do you know what we're doing? Okay, Chris. Technically, I've already said it once, but from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Night of the Living Dead.